Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So on a uh, surprise meter, how surprised were you that I knew that that's a peacoat? I'm I'm very surprised, <laughs> Trap. He has one. He has a couple of Do you own a peacoat? I do. Oh, there you go. I do. Yeah, you no, want to wear it tomorrow? When I think... Travis, I think men's style. <laughs> men's style. Yes, fashion. 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 Cutting yes. edge. Wasn't it our uh, combo GQ. plate? You wore your suit. That's right. Oh, we that's haven't had right. one since. Maybe I'll just break out the peacoat tomorrow. What happened yesterday? In terms of? Getting ready to... So I listen to Coach. Yeah. Listen to Darvin Ham. Right. And I go up the stairs. I'm getting ready. And I throw the headphones on. And I'm like, do I hear Mason right now? Still. Still. <laughs> I hung in there to the bitter end. No, it was it was a combo plate. So it was me and Ireland till three. Yeah, and John was me, on too. I'm like, John's me and Shadano three to five, and then Ireland from five to five thirty. Oh, okay. Can so we you were never can we have a moment solo. of honesty? Here's what happened. Bergman screwed up. Okay. Yeah, he didn't find anybody to work with Sedano, and so Mason bailed him out. Oh, you took one for the team? Yes, I did. I'm a team player. Everybody thinks I'm not. I am a team player and a grinder. I'm also a grinder. Unless, That's the other unless thing people... some natural disaster happens and he runs to protect <laughs> correct, himself. Correct. But... You got to save your own ass. Remember. Are you a grinder? I am a grinder. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm grinding. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Career-wise, you have grinded. Career-wise, so yeah. You, you'll work. But grind is like not no, just as much as he won't no, work. No, it's not as I do three podcasts a week. How many do you do a week? Five. Five. Now it that's work. It is. And promoting and doing all that stuff. So that's my other job. Yeah. But I mean, this is my main job. I'm not I you know, I'll show up whenever and talk whatever. I'm, if they ask me to I found out Tuesday I was doing Wednesday. Oh, you didn't know you were working Wednesday? No, did not. What, no, you don't mess back? around. Found you out Tuesday. You wait, hold on a second. This yesterday, Wednesday? No, he no. The, the the late show. The, the, oh, the, okay. The Sonano. Right. So show. Tuesday they came to me and said, "Hey, how about you do four and a half hours tomorrow?" You guys did a mar- like a twenty-four hour show. Didn't we you? did. Yeah. yeah. It was actually fun. Yeah. It was the angels. The, not all twenty-four hours couldn't have been fun. It was. It was. Uh, here, so here's what we did. We were doing afternoon drive back then, and the we had the angels on our air. And the Angels were playing the A's in a series that would decide the division. Okay. The, mm-hmm. the A's ended up winning the series. It was the year the Angels ended up winning the World Series. Yeah. Okay. But the A's won the division. I think it was 2002. Oh, two. Yep. And so we came up with the idea. All right. We're going to go on Thursday at 3 o'clock. The series was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're going to go on Thursday at 3 o'clock, and we're going to go off That's the great. air. Friday leading into the Angel pregame show, like okay. Friday at six. So, it was a so we actually worked hour pregame. We show. actually worked like twenty six <laughs> hours yes. in a row, and we had a, we figured out a way to have a listener co-host all the overnight shows with us. Okay, so we did it till like eleven p.m. But then from eleven to six a.m., we had a listener co-host every hour, a different one, and a they different were, one. Yeah, yeah, and they were great. 
they were like they all prepared. They did it's awesome. Like a bunch of stuff. They we let here them, are the topics I want to cover. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. we let them so kind of run the show. Yeah, and, I was gonna say you slid into the number two chair. Yeah, for, it was, for that hour. Well, it was 3 and, and, we had, and and we had arranged for people to bring like people kept bringing us food, food and coffee. And and crazy, Mason had his great dogs idea. there. We're crazy throwing, people we're show th- up in the middle of the night at a baseball hardest stadium. food. You say H- hardest yes. hour. <laughs> That's. Like, did, did you it reach a point? There was no, there really wasn't. I, we I over like 10 a.m. the next day, we over prepared, yeah. yeah, to the point where we had like cooler, more food and drink than we needed. And we, we had like a Nerf football we were throwing around, and, and like we had a whip, we played wiffle ball yeah. during the break. Oh, it was okay. great. And we, I, I actually, would you do it again? Probably not. I, I no, yes, but, you would, you would do it, wouldn't you? Uh, if the situation was right for free. Yeah, for free, because you're a grinder. Mason. <laughs> if it were any other day. Any other day. You could, go do, you could do Dodger spring training this year, and everybody would be interested. Sure. We, uh, by the way, here's if it's a Dodger spring training thing, we had complete, that's legit. Let's go. We had completely different management back then, but we got little or no credit for that whole stunt. That's the thing that that surprised me about that, it. Right? I don't even remember who were we working for. At I, don't that point. I don't even but know. But I, I just remember, were. like after we did it, they went, "All right, great, good for you." The boss <laughs> and we went, okay. The bosses come and go. I mean, yeah. we've been here twenty years. I've seen all the management people. I think we, we've now got the very best. He said that for the last five <laughs> bosses. <by laughs> the that way. and program directors, right? <laughs> right. And the pro- oh yeah, the manager Something of audio operations special. also very good. You're special. Very How many good. times have you said that? Yes. You know what they say about you? Mm. He's a grinder. A grinder. <laughs> He's an I don't get enough grinder. credit for the grinding I do. <laughs> All right, John. So Slee and I spent most of the show today talking about what's going on with the Lakers. Oh, that's yeah. fun. And they were bad last night. Yes, they, they were. They, they had a bad night. Mm-hmm. But it also felt like the beginning of the next thing, right? Seeing what was read or seeing what was said, um, reading what was the, the quotes, both from Darwin and, and uh, Anthony Austin Davis Reeves and, and Austin Reeves mm-hmm. and some speculation from people that are pretty plugged in about their, what was the word, the uh, – disjointedness between yes. the coaching staff and the players. Is this the beginning of someone gets fired, someone gets benched, a big trade is coming? One of those three are a combination of them because that thing we watched last night can't go on any longer. Right. I think it's fair for you to ask the question. I don't think we're there yet, but let me say this. This month is set up for the Lakers to catch up in the standings. They play 11 of 12 games at Crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, because last night was the first one, and we were all expecting this it is the return yeah. of the team we saw in the in-season tournament. Here's the <laughs> here's the amazing thing. So, what's the date today? Four. Okay, on December 9th, Okay, so less than a month ago, a friend of mine that works for the Bucks came up to me during the in-season tournament, and he said, "If that Laker team shows up in the postseason, you're going to the finals." And that, that was Laker ha- that Laker team hasn't shown up since. We haven't exactly. seen him since. Correct. And he said that before the final, like after they annihilated New, New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. Earlier this week, New Orleans annihilated them. Right. So and we said, well, it's on the road. It's second night of a back to back. When we get home, everything will correct. Mm-hmm. And so last night we got home, and not only did it not correct, went backwards. They probably played their worst game of the it year. It was the worst game. I think it was the worst game of the year. So, I, I, I thought Trav, that I don't, was atrocious. I don't think we are at the point 
yet where things are crumbling is I think what you're saying. Just we've all been doing this a long time. Right. Right. And you can kind of smell it in the air. Like this is the beginning. Fair enough. And it's it's, it feels like you could smell it last night. Let me give you two thoughts on I I don't disagree. I know what you're saying, but they've got now ten of the next eleven at crypto. They normally play well at home they're i think they're 11 and 5 at home and yeah, 4 are. and 13 on the road some you know it's very the splits are really lopsided mm-hmm. um lebron and ad are playing great yep lebron was not good last, not last night, night. He was bad that uh, might have been his worst game as a laker he was bad last right. night but don't you think that was yeah, but that could have been lebron's worst game as a laker last night no he he wasn't point to a worse game he wasn't well he had one maybe Two weeks ago, was, it, the, think, uh, was 12, it the Knicks game? Something like that. If you yeah. isolated him and watched him, there was no defense. From I was just going to say, Mason, well, especially offensively, six but of here's, 18. Trav, here's what, uh, what I'll points. say. If, if what we saw last night was to continue for this stretch of home games, for this 10 out of 11, then your scenario kicks in. Yeah. But I think, like, for example, last year, after 34 games, they were 14 and 20. And they ended up in the Western Conference Finals. This year they were seventeen and seventeen. Last they were year's three a little ga- different though, because last year we knew what the problem what was, was coming, right? That Russ was going to leave at some point. That, that right, but who? A lot of us didn't think they could pull it off. No, correct, right. but it felt like, like hey, that, listen, like, the, remember last year all these all of our shows were who in the world is going to take I, I Russ, Russ and, and give the give Rob Plink and his guys credit for waiting right. as long as you can to make a move that was really beneficial. But you knew it was coming, and you just didn't know when. And then when it happens, like, okay, let's see. You look at this group, there isn't the, just do this. Last year was just just get rid of Russ and let's see what it looks well, like. Well, they've been saying him. they've been saying just get healthy. That's been their thing. Is yeah, we just well, gotta have you know, just, just 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 let, let, let me explain. They've been saying yeah. just get healthy. Yeah. Chicago didn't have Zach Levine. You were healthy against the New York Knicks. The Miami Heat just didn't have Jimmy Butler. Yep. There's a lot of teams or out Caleb there. Martin. Think or about Caleb that Martin. There's Dallas a lot of game a while ago where they Kyrie they wasn't were playing. Gassed and they right. still. Yeah, I mean, him. I don't want to hear about the injuries. I'm it, with Mason it's on this. It's playing yep. like an excuse, and everybody's lost. Guys are dinged and banged up, and all that stuff. Miss a game here, miss a game there. Non-co. I mean, your two LeBron, best guys are playing every night. LeBron was sick, had, right. had an illness, a non-COVID illness, so yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know that may account for last night. But I'll tell you, nothing accounts for how. Little fight that team. Lack had. of effort. Oh Whose my fault is God, that? Lack of because effort. Because it's, it's one of two people's fault. Starvin Hammond or LeBron's. It's well, well it, it's one of those two people. LeBron did not set the best tone last night. Again, he might have been sick. I don't and think LeBron gives a great effort, but but they, he's a spectacular player. They and fall gonna... behind by ten points in the first quarter, seemingly every night. Yep, correct. They they can't seem to break whatever that is that's happening. Yeah. It's the coach either needs to get coach. through him or LeBron needs to get through him. And right. in, terms but here's rotations, the thing, in terms of rotations, I think Darwin's just pulling names out of a hat at this point. Well, but that's driven by injuries, but I'm with you about the injuries. I don't want to hear it because every team has them. Here's here's why I think it would be premature to declare that, that the sky is falling today. Um, last year, they were three games worse, and they figured it out. Um this year, they have the exact same team that they had after the trade deadline that made it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, I think that this month is when we're going to get the answers to everything you're asking. Uh, like, if if they were to go on a losing streak now, 
Okay, so and and they they're three and nine since the in season tournament with two so of those wins against Charlotte and San Antonio. So they're on a right. losing streak. So if this if it were to continue during this home stretch, <laughs> then I think changes are coming. In one of the three ways you described. But I mean, no matter what, there's going to be a trade. February 8th is a trade. Uh, There's going to be a trade. One of these three, two of these three, or three of these three feel like they're inevitable. I think it's two. Somebody's getting traded. Somebody's getting benched. Somebody's getting fired. Those are those are the three things. I think the bench thing already happened too. Yeah, and I think they've already done that. I would be. I don't know. You could be right. I would be shocked. If there was a firing during this season, I would be I surprised. I don't, I don't know if I'd happen. get as far as shocked. I would not get shocked be, because this because during the season. To, wait a minute, when's LeBron going to pull the plug on it? Well, there I you mean, go. ultimately, that's the question. Look, the, fir- the, and, the first LeBron move was like because LeBron always stands up and takes the questions. He's a very stand. Right. And it LeBron James has earned the right to say, guys, I don't want to talk. Yeah, tonight, because yeah. he doesn't he do it very sick. often. I mean, it's whatever. so rare that he it does what he did last. But the timing of it. But it's the timing of it that was. And by saying it, nothing, what, he said a lot. What I would say is, okay, so tomorrow night's Memphis with Ja. Yeah. They blew Memphis out, 134-107, without Ja. So there's a pattern here. They blew New Orleans out by 44 points. In the rematch, New Orleans took it to them. The game in Miami, we lost 109-108. Last night, they were kind of dominant. Yep. Even though the Lakers cut it to two in the fourth quarter, Miami when the bell it. rang, yeah. Miami went like shot fifty eight percent in the fourth quarter and made six of nine threes. Um, I I think the most likely of your three scenarios when you say firing, benching, trade, benchings happen all the time. That, that that's kind yeah. of a flowing thing. I think a trade precipitates any firing. I think the I, trade I, comes first. I think there is a 100% chance of a trade at the trade deadline. Yes. There's no way they go into that deadline without trying to and, improve and the roster. I, I, I keep hearing people say, well, if everybody was healthy, they could, um, they'd be a good three-point shooting team. I don't see it. I think we need some snipers They're terrible. Yeah, they haven't I had a sniper at, in a long time. They, they, like, I was watching Duncan Robinson last night. Yeah. Yep. He missed his first seven yep. threes, and I thought, you know, at least he's taken them. Yeah, right. We and don't he know. He's going to start. And, and, and then in the John, fourth still quarter, a threat. in even, the fourth quarter, he those. had three of them. Yeah, I, the, like I'd love a guy all, like that on our team. All of this, but I'm waiting for the first comment that we know what it means, but plausible deniability. The well, I don't know what's going on here. We got to figure something. Like the well, something's got it. from LeBron more likely than not because he's the leader of the team. And right. more than anything else, what you said, Mace. Can we have some? energy if not borderline desperation early in a game can yeah. we not spot the other Work team 10 points off, every night miami every you're not good enough to, to spot 10, way, 10 points every statistically night. the lakers are the worst first quarter team in the nba last night james worthy and and robert ory just yeah. hammered laid into him. just right. absolutely it was bad and, night. and rightfully so bad that night. is an embarrassing performance last night super cross talks brought to you by in and out burger in and out that's what a hamburger's all about this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Afternoon. Is it a good afternoon? Ah, well, it could have gone better last night. Is it really a good afternoon? What was that three hours of crap I looked at last night? But am I the only one who, I mean, you guys all sound like you think the sky has fallen. I I don't think it has yet. I I think there are huge problems. I think once once there are six anonymous sources that go to Shams and, uh, is it? uh, Yovan Buha. Yovan Buha. And everybody's talking about in, inner workings and things are disjointed. And but doesn't guys that happen on, the same on, page. on most teams that go 3-9 and nine over a 12-game stretch? But most teams don't have a 39-year-old LeBron who's in the window where he can potentially win a championship. And yep. I think, by the way, if you go on Twitter and you suggest that you support Darvin Ham as head coach, you're going to get hammered right now. He The seat is not hot, but it is extremely warm yeah. at this point. I um. I think because they made it to the Western Conference Finals in his first season last year. What'd they do with Frank Vogel? Um, but Bam! But pulled the plug. Two years after. They didn't true, fire him true. the next year. Yeah. Um, again, Travis said he wouldn't be shocked. How about you? Would I would be shocked be, in the slightest. I would be shocked if they fired Darvin or anybody else I've in seen, season. I've seen LeBron pull the plug on coaches before. Hmm. That's exactly what it is. If I asked you before the season or at any point, who hired LeBron James, John? Who hired? Uh, no, not, no, who hired Darvin Ham. Sorry. Darvin Ham. Well, who I think Rob Darvin hired Darvin, but I think I think LeBron had to sign off. Sign LeBron off. and yeah. AD yeah. chose. They said, "I want Darvin Ham." He I don't came know. In. That so they I don't chose. think he gets fired because of that. Right. Well, here's but here's the thing. I mean, I've seen LeBron do. And by the way, LeBron James, I'm going to preface everything I say about LeBron today by saying he is just an unbelievable once in a generation talent who's had a really really great year. But he was awful last night. He was and and I most most of the team was awful. Matter, matter of fact, guys, four for thirty from three is the all time worst three point shooting performance by a Laker team ever. How about twenty two turnovers? Ten in, in the, the first, first quarter. quarter. I mean, just careless. Yeah, careless. No hustle. No heart. Now, normally, like if that happens to a Pat Riley team, he would just take everybody out. Yeah, but you can't do that right now because you don't have anybody you can put in. Right. Um, so I, I do think that changes could be coming, but I'm not where Travis and Slee appear to be where it, it, it's like the sky is falling right now. I think they've got, they've got this stretch, 11 of 12 games at home. The first game disaster. Yes. But if they go on a little run here, they'll be okay. Now it won't be easy. Memphis with jaw is a much better team than Memphis without jaw. Right. And then the Clippers on Sunday looks ominous because the Clippers have won 13 of 15. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're the hottest team in the league and the Lakers are one of the coldest teams in the league. I, I think you need to be competitive on Sunday or that could have some well, ramifications. Here's, here's my, you know, they've got 12 games in, December, in, January. in January. They've already lost one. Yeah. 11 of 12 at Crypto before we go on a long road trip on the 27th of January. Don't you think to be credible, you've got to go at least 7 and 5? Sure. 
That's eight and four is ideal, but that, seven and five, you better yeah. at least get that well, and get over five hundred. That's what I'm talking about. I I don't think, and I'm I'm speculating. I haven't talked to anybody about this, but I don't think anybody in El Segundo is panicking right now over what happened last night, as ugly as it was. Um, I I'm around. What about the disjointedness that is being well, reported by six anonymous sources to the Athletic? I will say this about the disjointedness. I don't think it's coming from LeBron and AD. I see the dynamic between LeBron, AD, and Darvin right. every day. Those guys are lockstep. These these people that are talking to Shams and Yovan and everybody else yeah. are others. And haven't you and I always said LeBron and AD run the team? Oh, no question. They run so the team. if it's a bunch of they guys, they sign off on everything. It's a if it's a bunch of guys other than those two chirping. Yep. Eh, let him chirp. Listen to what Stephen A. said this morning. In the case of the Los Angeles Lakers, they are an absolute mess. And as far as I'm concerned, they've got a roster rife with individuals who have betrayed LeBron James. They have betrayed Anthony Davis. They have betrayed Jeannie Buss and Rob Palenka. And as far there you as- go. They have betrayed okay. LeBron um, and AD. Again, they, they you could sure say that about last night. But, but. Let's take a look at this 10-11 home game stretch. If this goes south again. What does south look like? Is south 6-6? Six and six? No, south is. Is 5-7? and seven? South is 4-8. and eight. South is. You don't think 5-7 and seven is enough to well, I think then, shake then, things up? Then th- you're three games under, four games under 500. Uh, no, you'd be two games under 500. You're, under, you're one game oh, under right, now. Right, on, one under now. Um, right. Again, still have a better record than they did last year, and last year they made it to the Western Conference Finals. But that's not I, comparable. That's not comparable. Why? Because they were a different team at the beginning of the season. They traded Russell Westbrook, brought Correct. in everybody, yeah, that, and that's when they went on the it run. Was right, that but Greg, that's the team last you, year. Yeah, last but that's the team you have now. But that's te- that's the end of the year team. Right. Yeah, we have the so post-deadline team. So that's compare the beginning of last year to the beginning of this that year. That actually is fair. You can't. It was a different roster. You really got to compare last year post-trade deadline well, to regardless, what we've seen so regardless far. Regardless of who on the roster, if they don't have a winning record in the month of January, I think changes are coming. I, okay. But I don't think we're there yet. I think others think we are. It sounds like Stephen A. thinks we are. I th- I think we are. I don't think Darvin is on the ropes necessarily. Like, like I do. The, uh, you, I think he's on the ropes. So you think that he could be fired at the end of this month if they have a losing month? Yes. I see. I don't. Look, you've got LeBron James. LeBron James is at the age of thirty nine as a spectacular talent. AD is having an MVP yeah. level season. By the way, and they're what, wasting it. And and what are the odds that we'd be having this conversation? Knowing that they've played almost every game, both yeah, of them. Both of them, I know. And they've been great. And they're under if I 500. If I would have told you at the start of the season, okay, 35 games in, LeBron and AD are going to play in 33 of them, and they're going to be great. They're going to be all NBA good. What's our record? We all would have said something like 25 and 10. Yeah. Yep. But that tells you something. That tells you that the people around them, this is going back to Stephen A's point, haven't performed the way they did last year in the playoffs. No. Um, and let me get back to this three-point shooting thing because I think it's a bigger deal than others do. Okay. Um, this league now, I've said this before on the show, if you show me a stat sheet and I'm, I'm only allowed to look at one line, yep. I would look at threes because the team that makes their threes almost, if you win the three-point battle in a game, you almost always win. That's how important the three is. And the Lakers... 
you know, they could say, well, look, uh, Gabe Vincent, 37% three-point shooter. Austin Reese, 40% three-point Blah, blah, Rui Hachimura, blah, blah, blah. Um, there have been too many games like last night where they have not just a bad three-point shooting night, but a historically bad three-point shooting night. They either have to do one of two things. They need to get their defense more all they need to switch it so they take away the three-point line right now i don't know if you guys notice this but right now what the lakers do is they protect the paint at all costs they funnel everybody to anthony davis and davis is great yeah he's like shrek down there at the rim swatting everything out of there but what they give up is they don't defend the line right and other teams are taking advantage like last night i think miami was something like plus 21 from the three-point line you either need to Change your defense so you run those guys off the line, or you need to go out and get people who can make threes on your team. Okay. That number, the, the the plus 21 for Miami, that needs to get tighter. Okay, another number. They've attempted the second fewest three-pointers in the league this year, so they're not even shooting a lot of three-pointers. But what, let me ask you guys this. You can answer on the other side if you want. Last night, yeah. at one point, yep. They were like three of 25. Yeah. Why would you keep shooting threes? You're not, you can't make them. Because you're well, three of 25. Shooters got to shoot. And, no, no, they don't. Yeah, I, they I, do. I, I disagree. That, that was the only way to get back into the game. No, it's not. Give the ball to Anthony Davis and let him dominate. He did all night. Why come down and shoot a three when AD is scoring at will? And Michael says the same thing you do. Michael says, "No, no, no! If you're open, you got to take them." This, this is a, this is a, a myth. There is no requirement in the NBA that says you have to shoot 25 threes a game. But you're not going to win if you're only att- disagree. If you're only if you're if you've taken the second fewest three pointers in the league, and the league is a three point league, you're not very good. That's the point you want to talk about. No, but here's here's we're, we're arguing around the same point. Yeah, they were four for thirty. If it's me, yeah, okay. If I'm one for fifteen from three, I'm giving the ball to AD. It's not my night. Why do I? And you say have to keep shooting him. No, I don't. There's no rule that says I have to keep shooting him. If Shoot I'm one your for your way 15. back into the Wait, game, man. You're, you're kind of speaking out of both sides of your mouth. You're saying if look at the three point line, and if you are better at the, from the three point line, then you're going to win the games. But you're saying don't shoot the three. What I'm saying is you need to you need to either defend the three and keep the other team down. Yeah, yes. Or you need to get shooters who can make them. I what I'm not saying that if the other team is making all their threes. I don't think the solution is you guys shoot our our team shoots more threes because we don't make them. I think the solution is defend the three better. Well, take that away. Well, I also think that the the, uh, the problem you've got to acquire a shooter at the day. I agree you, that you absolutely. If it were must. me, like if you said, give me one, you know, give me a magic wand, I get to use it one time. Yeah, I go get a shooter. Yeah, I go get Buddy Hield. Okay, so although they're not going to trade him now, but but it's okay to. I mean, we're, Dejounte Murray. Dejounte Murray is He's, unbelievable. Uh, but but how about this, like. Friday night, Memphis is coming in here. Yep. They have a designated gunner in Luke Kennard. Okay. Last right, night. Right, great shooter. Last night, Miami had a designated gunner in Duncan Robinson. Yep. Who's ours? We don't have one. There you go. Yeah. So, I'd like to see us get one. Yeah. They're out there. You can find them. But there is a lot of, I mean, I, I'm 
Actually, I'll hold that. I'll hold that thought because we got Michelle Smallman coming up uh, next. Michelle Smallman from Unsportsmanlike will be with us. That's our morning show. She's got 100000 mythical dollars, and she's going to do some wagering along with us. And let me tell you about my friend Jacob and Ronnie. So let's say you're riding in the backseat and you're injured in an Uber or a Lyft accident. This is completely different than a normal wreck. Your driver's covered by Uber or Lyft, so not only are you dealing with the other person's insurance company, you got to talk with the rideshare company insurance too. And you don't want to deal with this on your own. Super complicated. You need an expert. And my friend Jacob is the expert when it comes to handling Uber and Lyft accident cases. He was one of the first in the country to take on these cases before other accidents. Jacob understands all the nuances involved in Uber and Lyft uh, rideshare accidents. So if you're injured in any kind of rideshare accident, only one name to remember. It is Jacob. 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 A lot of attorneys say they'll fight for you. Call Jacob. He'll win for you. 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. 844-24-JACOB. Or remember, accident or injury, call Jacob and Ronnie. Call Jacob. Calljacob.com and make sure you're following Call Jacob on Instagram and Facebook at call.jacob for prizes, insight, and more. Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we go. Hey, look, it's Michelle Smallman. What's going on, Michelle? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. What an intro that was. Yeah. I feel so special. Fancy. Uh, all right, Michelle, we got lots of stuff for you today, so I'm just going to throw it at you. What's the right side of this bet? I threw this out yesterday. I would take, this is just to win the Super Bowl, okay? I would take just Baltimore and San Francisco, just the one seeds, and offer you the other 12, the field. What's the smarter bet, the two teams or the field? Oh, that's a good one. But I think I'm going to go with Baltimore and San Francisco. There's, yeah. Those two, to me, are, are the class of, of each conference, and everybody else kind of falls in line. I know there's teams that get hot at the right time. Momentum matters. There are certainly teams that could give those two a run for their money. But I would honestly be shocked if that's not the Super Bowl matchup this year. All right, what if I what if I said I'll just take one team, Baltimore, and give you San Francisco? Oh, interesting. And the other, so you get thirteen teams, I get one, Baltimore. What side of that would you take? Ooh, that one's tough because I also picked Baltimore to win the Super Bowl. 
But just from a pure betting standpoint, if you're going to give me all the other teams, I feel like I'd be foolish not to take the other teams. You're absolutely so right, the Michelle. There's the line. It goes from if you if you take both the one seeds, yep. people will go with the two. Yeah. But if you just take the, the number one one seed and leave the other 13, they'll go to the field. I yeah. think we just figured that out. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, well, so Michelle. Put our heads together. <laughs> Michelle, are you in uh, Rams mania? It's mania. No, here. she hates you know, the Rams. She's you know from St. Louis. I know. But you know the answer to that. Now, here we go, though, Michelle. The Rams are in the playoffs, uh, despite your uh, your, your hate uh, hate for them. Your, your, your outward dislike of our favorite team. <laughs> and I am going to, because this is uh, we're going to do some mythical money, I'm going to put uh, 5,000 mythical dollars on the Rams plus four points. Sunday in San Francisco. What do you think, Now, Michelle? Michelle, I don't like that bet. I think that since the Rams are sitting all their stars, I like the Niners at home. What do you think? Yeah, I am with you. Well, first of all, I'm definitely not in on Rams mania. They have certainly exceeded expectations this year. I am happy for you guys because we are friends now. I am happy for you guys. I just can't share in your joy. So I just want to put that out there. Um, But I'm with you. This one's a little tricky because of all the stars that are sitting. And I knew that we were going to talk about this game, so I was diving into it a little bit because I didn't really know which way to bet it. But I think even though the Rams have more to play for with seeding, that the 49ers being at home, I think that that kind of negates all of the, the guys sitting. So I think I'm going to go with San Francisco at home. I think they're going to cover. Uh, by the way, the, the Niners, Kyle Shanahan, obviously Brock Purdy's not going to play, but he has not indicated whether or not guys like Debo and Ayuk and those guys are going to play or not. So we it's kind of a wild card right. kind of Sunday. By the way, Michelle, I'm in a, I'm in a confidence pool. And so you got to pick, you know, which teams you think are going to win this week. I think week 18, because of all the people sitting, is the hardest week to pick that we've had all year. What do you think? Could not agree more. We talked about this on the show today, that it feels like week 18 is the NFL version of bowl games where you either are sitting guys if you're not in contention because you're looking forward to next season or you are a team like San Francisco and you've already locked up your seating and so you don't want – to risk any of your stars getting injured heading into the playoffs. And there are certainly some games that have intrigue because of seeding differentials or because of a win and end game like Houston and Indy. But I just think it's really hard to forecast which, which of these teams are going to really come out there with the energy needed, especially if it's backup. So I'm not really in on week 18 right now in the NFL, even though there are some interesting matchups. And I, I'm with you. I think it's a really tough game. So really you've, got 100, you've got 100000 mythical dollars, uh, Michelle. I was told that you want to bet on Rihanna. <laughs> I do. So when this idea was pitched to me that you can bet on anything, yes. sports, anything. non-sports, anything you, get, you want, $100,000, what is one thing that you're going to bet on week to week that you feel confident in? And so I really thought about it. There's a lot of things in sports I could go with, mm-hmm. but – those things shift over time. So I'm going to kick the new year off with one thing that I feel the most confident about in 2024, and that is that we are going to get a new album from Rihanna. She hasn't dropped one since 2016. Everybody thought it was coming last year mm-hmm. when she did the Super Bowl, but instead she announced she was pregnant. Congrats to her and ASAP Rocky, two beautiful babies. But now it's time for a different type of baby. We need the album. I really think it's coming this year. So I want to bet. Twenty five hundred mythical dollars on Rihanna. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Twenty five hundred. You mean twenty five thousand, right? No, at least go five thousand. 
You what? You guys, I am a conservative better. I, I guess I so. So what are the odds for what are the odds for Rihanna releasing an album this year? Probably pretty no, high. Uh, no, I mean, not she ever just two to one. Wait a minute, but I don't think we have to give her any odds. I think we just give her straight up. Give her straight up. Yeah, straight up. Okay yeah. Straight up. But but straight up. Money here's, line's fine. Here's the thing, Michelle. Rihanna doesn't need it. She doesn't need the money. No, she, she, she she's one of the most accomplished artists in the world. I I think she might just enjoy being a mom. I I, I you could lose this bet. Yeah, you could definitely lose this bet. Right. She's so a what's mom the amount now. we're having her bet? Yeah, she's twenty five hundred or five k. Twenty twenty five hundred. Michelle is what you're going with. Now you now that you're saying she doesn't need it, you're angering me. I feel like I need to establish myself. I'm raising it up to five thousand dollars. Perfect. Okay. Good. Drop this. She's an artist. She's a creative. Yes, she's made a billion dollars with Fenty, her beauty line. Yes, she's a mother. Yes, she's already accomplished so much. But she's an artist, and she needs to get her her point of view out there. It's been too long. We're going to get some new music from her this year. So, yeah, you guys, you, you might have peer pressured me a little bit, but I'll throw 5K on this. I feel that confident in it. And, by hey. the way, another thing, I'm going to bet another 5K. Uh, I say <laughs> by the time we get to the end of the year, Taylor Swift will have nothing to do with Travis Kelsey. Oh, I'll take the. I'll, I'll bet you straight up on Absolutely that. Absolutely have nothing to let's do. Let's do it. No, let's do it so it happens. Oh. How about six months? Okay, six months. It, yeah, it's like, not going to I'll give you until July 1st. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's never So our bet is $5,000. I say they're still together <laughs> July 1st. You say they're broken Splitsville. up by then. Exactly. Michelle, what side of that bet would you take? Oh, are you guys both in on this? That you no, no, I'm on one. No, we're on. Well, I'm on. I'm on the side of love. I believe in love. I think Travis okay. and uh, and Taylor Swift will be together. I'm on the Mason's side. Mason's on the side. Swift of, is a box full of, of crazy, chaos. and <laughs> her and Travis will not last. So what? If you okay. had to bet, Michelle, what side are you on? You're talking to the right person here because I am from St. Louis, okay? And the streets of Missouri have been talking. I have a lot of friends from St. Louis who now live in Kansas City. And they have a lot of intel on what the word is in Kansas City. She's going to have a ring on her finger by the end of this year. That's what I'm talking about. Michelle, you're going to propose to her by the end of the year. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, Bergman, put that money in my account right now. I kind of agree with you. I will it. put it in. The, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, Michelle. If I know anything, I know it's the gossip out of Missouri, and that's what the people are saying. Missouri gossip. Hey, Michelle, before we let you go, I got <laughs> I got two games I want to ask you about, okay? Okay. One is, why is everybody picking Cincinnati to beat Cleveland? I mean, everywhere I look, they say Cincinnati over Cleveland. Is it simply because the Browns have already clinched a playoff spot? Uh, because Cleveland's better than Cincinnati, especially with no Joe Burrow. Why, why, are, why is so much money coming in on the Bengals? I am a little confused on that one as well. I know Cincinnati has outperformed expectations when Joe Burrow went down, and they've, they've certainly been a feisty out, so to speak. But even if Cleveland goes the San Francisco route and they rest some of their stars because they've locked up a playoff position, I still think I'm going to take the Browns in this one. I just think they're too formidable an opponent. All right, the other one is everybody I know, including me, is taking Buffalo to win in Miami. they got to win. In that Sunday night game. What side of the, what's the right side of that game in your opinion? I'm going with the Bills as well. Miami is one of those teams that has been on fraud alert all season long. Whenever they have a big game, save for the, the Cowboys game, seemingly, they've come up short. And I I know that coming off that big loss to Baltimore, that they're going to want to make a statement and they have a lot to play for. But I just think Buffalo's a better team. All right. Uh, hey, do you have your uh, Christmas stuff cleaned up? Is it gone? 
shuffled out the door? I, I live in a basically a shoebox in New York City. I don't even have space for Christmas stuff. It was a very sad state of affairs here. Where are you living in? Where are you living in New York? City. What neighborhood? I live in the village, nice. which is a great location, but the space is not big. So when I had my house in St. Louis, I had a big Christmas tree. It was a big point of contention with my family because my Christmas tree was black, and I had a black Christmas tree with with uh, chrome um, ornaments and garlands. Sounds it was very ugly. Cool Sounds very ugly, modern. Michelle. No, it was chic, you guys. It was very cool. My dad hated it. He thought he, thought it was stupid. But um, I am kind of a Scrooge and a Grinch here in New York City because I don't have the space for decorations, and it bums me out. It really does. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I notice my neighbors still have lights up. I'm like, it's over. It's all it's all over. Pull the plug on that stuff. All right. Hey, Michelle, great. We will uh, be listening tomorrow on Sportsmanlike with you and uh, and Evan and Canty. Uh, we appreciate you coming on as always. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy New Year. All right, there you go. And by the way, when Michelle comes on the show, it's brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members go to prizepicks.com slash 710. Use code 710 for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Coming up next for you, are going to uh, spin the wheel of questions. Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, so I, I, it's time for me to talk about BBGo. And BBGo's doing a promotion with us that might be the best thing we give away all year. Mason and I love Fifth Row Friday, where we yeah. give away Fifth Row seats to a Laker game. BBGo's upping the ante. They're giving away courtside seats, and here's how you can win them. Head over to your local Ralph's and buy $10 worth of BBGo. That's it, 10 bucks. And you can enter for a chance to win courtside seats. These are like the seats that Jack Nicholson sits in. Uh, there are tons of other prizes you can win, too, including Lakers swag and more BBGo. Just make sure you get yourself to Ralph's and buy BBGo for a chance to win. After you buy BBGo, just go to Lakers.com slash BBGo sweeps. I'll read you that web address again. Lakers.com slash BBGo sweeps. You take a picture of your receipt, you upload it, and you're entered. That's it. And by the way, we're going to make this even easier on you. On January 15th, Mason and I are going to do a live show from the Ralphs in Redondo Beach. And Derek Fisher and Sasha Vujicic are going to come do the show with us. And I was in this store last week shooting some promotional stuff. They have tons of BBGo there. And so... January 15th, we want you to circle that date because we want to see you guys out there. We know Mason and I don't do a lot of live remotes anymore. Maybe two, three a year. That's it. This is the next one. January 15th at Ralph's in Redondo Beach and your chance to buy 10 bucks worth of BBGo and win courtside seats. BBGo, the official game day snack of the Lakers. Oh, this is right up the John Ireland wheelhouse because oh, no. it involves it death? death oh good. yes death question okay here first we go first of 2024 first yes death but question. this is a good one this is an interesting one okay. if you died tomorrow mm -hmm. what would be your biggest regret Ooh. all right i'll i'll go first okay while well, you guys think about it yeah um almost everybody that i've wanted to see perform live i've seen okay okay you know, uh, like I grew up being a huge Sinatra fan, caught him at the end of his life, um, have been to U2, have been to the police, have been to Springsteen multiple right, times, right. been 
everybody I've really wanted to see. I never saw Prince live, and I never saw Tina Turner live, mm, and I now they're Turner, yeah. now they're both gone, and I can't do it, and I regret it tremendously. Interesting. So that would be what pops into my head. So this doesn't have to be super yeah, serious. Yeah, no, it's not serious. Okay, I, I will say that actually, Greg, why don't you? I'm still thinking, but I think what comes to the top of my mind is wasting so much time with my ex-girlfriend. Not my ex-wife. I got Riley out of that, so right. there's no regret there whatsoever. Right, right. Even though she's a terrible human. Um, I- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't say but that. No, Hope you're not you listening. No, no, but great. <laughs> I think most people who have been divorced that a child was a byproduct of that yeah. relationship feel exactly how you do. Yeah, I would I would not say that's a regret. With yeah. my ex-girlfriend that I spent five years with, I should not have been in it from the beginning. Why do you think you stayed five years? Uh, because she also had a daughter that was my daughter's age. And oh, you worked, you worked with us when that yeah. was going yeah. on. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 So yeah I know when who we that were was. Toge- yeah, we were together for a long time. Yeah, there were a lot of red flags there that you could have seen Oh, there were so many red flags and by the, the hard didn't thing, even look at. The hard thing is, too, as your friends, we saw some of those red flags, but you can't say anything just in case you stay with her because then it becomes super awkward. Yeah. 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 But, uh, okay. That's a good one. Brian, yeah. how about you? Like if you died tomorrow, what would be your biggest regret or what pops into your head? Mm, pops into my head is probably not getting to see Yosemite. I've always wanted to go there to travel there. It's I know it's right down the road, but I've done Yellowstone. Go, go. I've done so go. many other the good news for you. Take totally, Friday off. Totally correct. <laughs> it's not like me. I mean, Prince is dead. Right, right. Tina Turner's dead. Yosemite yeah, this is, is something alive. I could still accomplish. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All no, right. it's uh, it's still out there. Yeah. Climb that mountain. That's right, What makes what pops into my your head? My biggest regret, I think, is and I love the way everything turned out, and I love you know twenty years at ESPN and all that's some part of me and I was just some part of me regrets that I didn't make it in New York right well because you crashed and burned at the end I crashed and yeah. burned um, Not at the end I mean just getting that job is is a significant milestone yeah and they paid you a bunch of money yes they did but so that's a for win for three years and right. I only did two that's a win yeah but I know what you're saying if you if you have an opportunity to to go there and it crashes and burns yeah you're like what could i have done differently yes what if i gave you one do-over of, of an aspect of the new york journey what would you use it on i would have uh picked up the option for the third year of the contract and and, and tried to work it and out tried to work it out okay yeah, yeah. yeah. instead Fair i enough. walked after two years um and didn't i still got paid for the third year right but, which but, is a great deal. Yeah, but but so, doing it. sometimes things that look miserable while Correct. they're happening turn out to be the best thing that happened. Yeah, you know, like because you wouldn't have come back here, we wouldn't have restarted Mason in Ireland. Yep, all that. You wouldn't stuff. have met Juan. Yep, all um, that. All yeah. that. Yeah. So so it worked out perfectly. You could make the argument that that is not a very big regret. But like when I was in New York this last week, I thought, man, that's so close to really busting out here. Just never quite. Did. I always wanted to live in New York City and inside the San Francisco city limits before it all went to hell. Right. You know. Um, Have you been there this year? Yeah. Now it's preseason. Union, preseason is, is game. Union Square bad. It's bad again. Yeah, and it's all boarded up again. I told and, you when I was there, it was completely spotless. But you were there, and something significant was going on. No, no, the Chinese thing came up. later. Oh, but did this, it? Okay. this was last spring, and Union Square was spotless, and we did see a homeless guy. But only one, and he was crazy. He was, like, throwing bottles and stuff. But that's the only homeless guy that I saw the whole time I was in San Francisco. By the way, the interesting thing is San Francisco has really taken a turn for the worse, which is sad because it's a beautiful city. It is a great town. But, strangely, 
the property values, both if you wanted to buy a house or rent in inside the city limits, the prices haven't gone down. No. It's, no. it's because it's, people know it's one of a kind. And it's such a short... I mean, right. I, that's actually one of the things I like about my career is I lived six months in San Francisco and two years in New York City. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little jealous of that. Yeah. I, I wish I would have uh, been able to do both of those. There yeah. was a girl I went to college with that right out of college went and lived in New York City. Yeah. And she's back now in California and she's married and doing well. Yeah. But I was always jealous of her getting to do that when she was 22. Yeah. And she was good looking, and so she went into New York and had a lot of fun and dated a lot of people, and it was I I, I was always jealous of her. Yeah. For oh, so this is it's not real breaking it's news. Breaking it's just news. for Ireland because he's been asking me okay. for a while, and I okay. actually, actually did my job for once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I found out the odds for Baltimore or San okay. Francisco to win the Super Bowl or the field. Okay, okay so good. Mace, you think that the the odds should go to the field? That that that's all that's a too. riskier play. The money. Should be on the field. Yes. Yeah, you should get odds if you take the field. Correct. All right. Now, I Greg, is that. that what would happen? So, if you take Baltimore or San Francisco, it's only. My, only. Yeah. It's minus one ten. Okay. Favorite. If you take the field, it's minus one twenty. So the field would get the odds. Yeah, but barely. You, you bet barely. One, yeah, just yeah. barely. Closer, just barely. Closer than I think either one of you thought would it would be. Yeah. Right. But it's the Baltimore San Francisco. By are the way, favored. I think I have a bet with Momo. I think I have. She's going to do that. I think bet. she's going. To, I think we're just going to bet it straight up. She wants the field. She says you always take the field. Always in bets like this, and she's getting twelve teams, and I'm only getting two. So I think that uh, I think it's a bet. I have to confirm with her. She'll probably come to the game tomorrow. Yeah. So I can, uh, I can. Or Momo, if you're listening, do we have a bet? There you go, Momo. Do we have up? a bet? Twenty-five, yeah. twenty-five. Yeah, I think so. Straight up. Yeah. Wow. wow. Momo, bad bet. All right, uh, coming up next. Not necessarily. Sport. If Baltimore, Lamar Jackson has a history of bowing out in the he playoffs. He does. You're right. He's I never just, made it to the Super Bowl. I just think Brock Purdy's never made it to the Super if Bowl. If they said bet your house on one team, it would be Baltimore. Right. But would you, what if I said bet Momo your house? Momo says lock in the bet. Okay, good. Right, um, I'm going to do it. And by the way, I would take San Francisco in that bet um, over wait, Baltimore. Why, oh, really? Wait, Greg, Baltimore just killed San Francisco in San Francisco. Did you miss that? I think, you missed I, that game? I, I saw the game mm-hmm. just because they it beat them thirty-three the to nineteen. I still think that in the playoffs, that team, it's going. San Francisco is going to be the better team. Well, in, if they meet in the playoffs, it'll be in Vegas. Yeah, yeah it'll be in the Vegas yeah. in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. because they're different sides. But I think San Francisco wins that. You know, I, I realized the other day that I've been to four Super Bowls. Yeah, and have never been to the game. Oh really? Yeah, I've like gone down two in San Diego, one in L.A., and uh, I've been to one four, in New Orleans. I've been to four games. Yeah, I was at the Giants Patriots, the one where uh, the Giants, Giants upset, upset them. Upset yeah. them. Uh, I was at the Denver. Was that San, who Denver beat? Uh, Carolina Super right, Bowl, the Cam Newton one. Uh, that's up, when O'Shea hooked you up. Yeah, that's O'Shea yeah. Uh, set that up, and then we went to the. Rams, who lost to New England in 2018, and then we were at the Super Bowl. Did I did uh, I tell you this Cincinnati. that the other day when I did the the opening rhyme of Eminem, O'Shea texted Ramona and said, "I just drove off the road." <laughs> That's awesome. Ireland knows the entire verse That's of awesome. "Lose Yourself." Yeah. All right, uh, coming. Up, we haven't done this, but it's a really good question today. Uh, what's wrong with the Lakers? Aren't we, so we're not doing two o'clock all day? Yeah, we're doing oh, well, it. Okay. I'm just setting it oh, up. You're, you're it, want, you want people to call about the Lakers? Yeah, what's wrong with yeah. the Lakers? 877-710-ESPN. Yeah, we have to. Okay. I want to know what the people I, think. I like the you guys talking about the, the Lakers. It's fun. Well, but but this is I, – I, I am interested because I sense what Mason is saying might be true, that fans are really down on Darwin. Oh, fans are so down I on Darwin. I don't think the Lakers are, are down on him yet. 
yet. I, I think that that is, they're still in lockstep, but this month with these 11 home games yeah. is critical. But the one thing nobody should ever accept is a lack of effort, and that's what we saw last night. We saw an absolute lack of effort, a lack of hustle, a lack of heart, a lack of energy, and they got their clocks cleaned. Wait a minute. They cut it to two in the fourth quarter. If all those things were true, what you just said. Wait a minute. Said, did, you, did you feel as though the Lakers were going to win that game at any point, even when, when they cut it to two? When they cut it to two, I actually did. Yeah, I did not. I, th- I thought Miami might be out of gas. That, that Because Miami had been punching and punching and punching, and somehow the Lakers cut it to two. But then the Heat just took over Yeah, the no, I thought. I, I'm anxious to hear what people want yeah. to say. 877-710-ESPN. So. Uh, we'll do that uh, coming up next for you. Plus... This is Stephen A. Smith answered a question on his show about J-Lo, Halle Berry, and Jennifer Aniston. Okay. I'll play it for it. Coming up. Uh, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN.